0: Breaking news. Breaking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how I feel. Doing anything nice this week? Um, not particularly, I think. Ben. Um, I'm going to get in bed and read
2: a
0: book. It's going to be great.
1: my week is going to be more interesting than that. <laughs>
0: um, I I okay, I've said it before. I wake up at night in intermittent periods. Um, basically at the end of every quarter or fantasy game on the Monday night, okay? I woke up and checked the score, and I was winning by one point with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Okay, I swear to you, I woke up and checked my phone again, and I was like five or six points behind. Okay, losing, and I didn't have anyone playing, so I'd lost basically. Yeah, I remember starting to write a WhatsApp message, <laughs> and then thinking I won't do this. I needed to sleep because it's like four in the morning, and put my phone down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I then went to sleep. I woke up in the morning, think I woke up in the morning fully aware that I'd lost and I decided not to write a message, okay? Picked up my phone, probably about 25 minutes after getting up because I just wasn't needing to look at my phone, wasn't excited about it. I had won by a point. Those points had never happened.
1: Did I, dream I fully
0: dreamt all of that. Mm. That's terrifying.
1: What it was so things? clear. I,
0: I, I, it was so clear I was disappointed as I got up and ate my week Wow,
1: Your mind terrifies me anyway. Sometimes you dream some. I've
0: something. had multiple
2: dreams like, in the last year about suddenly being back in high school and having to like, it's either homework or a big assignment or something. I just haven't done. And in the dream, I wake up the morning of, so I've woken up in the dream, Mm -hmm. but obviously I'm still dreaming. No, I haven't done it.
1: Don't know what to do.
2: Spend 20 dream minutes freaking out. (laughs) Wake up in real life. Oh crap. I haven't done it. And then realise I'm actually 23 and not in school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me and Ben went to Wembley great fun Ben I was going to say what were, your free, take- yeah, what were your free takeaways from Wembley anything though um, the atmosphere was
2: incredible
0: yeah it can be anything but yes I agree
2: <laughs> um, we had the
0: world's longest hot dog yes <laughs> <laughs> he answered how I wanted to <laughs> anything <laughs> the best hot dog ever oh, it, thanks, I was guys. walking back to the stadium and it was, it was touching my coat <laughs> My hand was outstretched and the sausage was touching my coat.
1: Was it as big as the one I had at that German Lewis, market? Lewis,
0: it was longer. No. I took a photo. <laughs> Honestly, it was the most amazing sausage I've ever had.
1: Well, I was already f- had um, a photo, photo yesterday. What, well, when we were at Wembley? Yeah, we yeah, I saw your pictures. I was like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I rubbed my face <laughs> with
1: a massive sausage. This show never
0: existed. No, look no. at that bad boy! It's incredible. A man walked past Ben. I will yeah. not repeat what he said, but he 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 said an expletive because he saw the size of Ben's sausage. Holy expletive! Look at that hot dog. <laughs> oh, <what laughs> is, <this. laughs> that is it is is unbelievable. You know, it's full Wembley prices. I with this and a coke, I paid. I'm telling you guys, this is the length the hot, of my leg. The and hot dog just on its own was seven pound eighty. Yeah, so. and with a drink, I paid like eleven pound fifty.
1: But to be fair, if you'd paid. You would pay five pounds for a small one. Oh yeah, I said. said, Yeah, I would pay
0: if I walked into town. I'd pay that much for that hot dog because it's so
1: impressive. Mm. Um, I want to go and have just one of those hot dogs, even if I don't go and watch the game.
0: But you know what? There's there's only one of these hot dog stores in the
1: whole of Wembley, and it's Uh, called Ye Old Hot
0: Dog or something. Ye Old English Sausage, it's called. And so we walked around the entirety of Wembley finding this place uh and then we oh you knew about it before you went we i have we've had it's a tradition we have it every year yeah. basically every oh, year we so go as friends year. yeah yeah oh, okay. <laughs> okay that was number two what about number three then um number three wendell smallwood is my best friend yes <laughs> yeah explain explain There's like the
2: reason and so why. the context here is that the reason when why. we when we go to wembley to watch one of these games we normally try on a fantasy team to have somebody on either team so this This week we went and saw Eagles-Jag, so he needed to play either an Eagle or a Jag, just to kind of have some investment in what's actually going on in the field. Um, And most of the relevant players were owned, except for Wendell Smallwood. And so I picked him up, and I put him in as my RB2, and he wasn't really doing anything. He had one like, eight-yard run at the beginning of the game, and then didn't really do anything, and then... Bear in mind, I'm also very short-sighted. And we were quite high up in the stands. And so I see a running back <laughs> running for a touchdown off a catch from Carson Wentz. And the Eagles were playing Smallwood, Clement and Josh Adams. So I didn't know who it was until you both turned... You and Joseph both turned around so else forward, and said went on We all just jumped up. And like, it, was, it was an incredible moment. And it meant nothing. I got thrashed by 30 points. But...
1: Have you lost again?
2: Yes. I had okay. that one... Moment of joy that but, but just and a little I swore very loudly into the sky at a person I was playing against, and again, it didn't matter because I got smashed. But <laughs> it was a, the purest
0: moment of my life, it was very, the purest mm. moment swearing wow. out loud at your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was, more was the great. collective it was funny. joy that all three of us had in that moment every time because, yeah, again, because Ben was struggling to read the numbers in the back of people's shirts, we were like in the nosebleeds. Um, not quite actually, we were a bit low in those, but anyway, Ben's sight is terrible, like a mole. Um, we, I was like, number, okay, number 30, 30 when they're running back, because they swap so often like yeah. the Eagles are swapping them every pay uh, I was like okay number 30's gone Clement number 33's gone and then like 28's on so we are ready we were probably 28
1: ready. was Wendell Smallwood and then, mm. um, it was a good time I think one of my favourite moments of the Euros um, sorry to like make you feel bad was when you were in the <laughs> pub <laughs> and you had your phone filming the TV screen watching your phone screen I was like what is he doing <laughs> You
0: need. I, I keep telling him he needs to invest £70 a in, in nice pair of glasses or just a pair of glasses which worked to your s- subscription uh, he He's like, no, it's not worth it. Uh, sight. It's,
2: it's sight. I, di- I didn't say it's not worth it. I said I have other priorities that I need to spend money on Over
1: first. vision.
2: <laughs> you, must be, you must have some <laughs> cool things happening.
1: Yeah.
2: I am very, very good at identifying people based on the outline, and that's all I need.
0: Breaking news. Breaking. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Um... The Texans acquire Broncos wide receiver Damaris Thomas in exchange uh, for the wide receiver. The Broncos receive a 2019 fourth round pick. They also swap seventh round picks as well. Interesting. So that happened on show. Tra- this may happen a few times. Oh man, I just pulled the metal bit off my cord of my trousers. Okay. <laughs> um, th- this may happen a few times during the show because it is trade deadline night. Um, so that is, that was. That's the first trade of that's, the trade deadline day. Yes, but it was uh, speculated a few, uh, well, a few minutes ago as well. Uh, what was the other one that was speculated? Um, so so basically, the Patriots. Damaris
2: Thomas, yes, yeah, so the Patriots might pick up Golden Tate. That was it. I don't think that one's going to happen. No, that'd be crazy. They... That'd be a bit weird, especially for a first-year coach to give a player like Golden Tate.
0: And Edelman and Tate in the same team just does not...
2: Yeah, a little bit bizarre. And so the Patriots were actually rumoured to be after Damaris Thomas as well. And mm. Thomas has been a, like a trade guy. He's been talked about being traded like the
1: last yeah. week or so.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, so any breaking news we get, we'll uh, I'll do my little uh, thing.
1: Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to
0: the podcast. Last week I named this podcast wrong twice. Uh, I named it after <laughs> a a, I
1: named it after a podcast I listened to. Even after I corrected you once, um,
0: I was all over the shop. And if I'm being honest, I'm quite close to that place again today. Mm. Uh, you know, the same old lack of prep and lack of sleep. Um, so welcome to show twelve. Uh, of the Englishman's NFL podcast, um, the, the audio-only show. Yes. We don't do it on YouTube. I should
1: probably tell the people on YouTube that this will mm. be no more. I bet they're very disappointed. They can't see us. Lewis, that sounded a little sarcastic. But,
0: uh, sarcastic. That I say have... sarcastic. I'm sure they'll be very disappointed. Yeah, well, you know, maybe Lewis won't be back. Uh, We're on all the podcast platforms that you uh, can think of. Yeah. Um, so go and find us there and subscribe because you don't want to miss this, okay? So... Any more housekeeping? Anything else about sausages?
2: Nope. No. Okay. Let's move on to injuries. Injury report. <laughs> okay. So a couple of big ones in the form of Will Fuller. Uh, Tore his ACL for Houston. That's not great. But, and that's part of why they've now tried to bring Damaris Thomas in. So the likelihood is that they will push Damaris Thomas in as a big slot guy. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins remains number one option. Um, and they
0: have Kiki QT. Sorry, so you just said Damaris Thomas. Twice. Oh! No. I get it, yeah, because they just traded for him. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, lack of sleep. I was like, you idiot. You on I was like, this idiot. Is the wrong name? <laughs> obviously still thinking about the trade. Uh, carry on, Ben. So. I'll just sit here quietly. To recap for Ian,
2: Will Fuller has torn his ACL, which is why oh, no. the Texans have traded for Damaris Thomas. Mm. So the likelihood is going forwards. Hopkins obviously remains their number one option. They'll probably, if they want to build the best talent configuration how the offense will run, put Damaris Thomas in the slot as a Mm -hmm. big-bodied slot guy, and push Kiki Kuti, who's been playing in the slot up until now, outside because he can play vertically. He's got enough speed for it. Um, And so Kiki Kuti can kind of fill that Will Fuller role. Um, And they've obviously got Thomas in the slot. Um, So sad news for Will Fuller, who, with Deshaun Watson, them together have been electric. They've been great. And they've been incredible. Um, Matt Breida is apparently invincible because it feels like every week he gets banged up, sprains his ankle and then comes back the next week because like, yeah, it's fine. Hmm. I'm not going to lose my position to... Do you know what that is? Steroids. And we'll see that (laughs) when he's he's suspended next year. (laughs) Carry on. There is every chance you are right. Uh, Tyreek Hill uh, has a groin strain which might be an issue. Hmm. It's a soft tissue thing. We've seen it obviously with hamstrings of Leonard Fournette and Delman Cook. It's uncertain how long he's going to be out for if he's out at all um, but that could be just one to track kind of long term for the mm. rest of the season because they can kind of flare up again when you're as fast as him especially yeah, and
0: yeah. a muscle injury is worrying because it just they it takes a long time to heal before you can go full um, which yeah it would be sad if he misses anything any time
2: yep uh, Ben Rofflesberger fractured a finger but on his non-throwing hand, so he's probably going to be fine. I'll just kind of tape it to another one. He'll be fine. So it's not... There's one to note that he obviously hurt himself, but it's a non-throwing hand, so it's fine. Moving away from offence, Carl Lawson, defensive end slash linebacker for the Bengals towards ACL. Um, So he'll be out for the year. The big one for the Chicago Bears is that Carl Long has a foot injury. Um, Probably their best defensive lineman. In fact, not probably he is. Mm. Their best defensive lineman Uh, has been a big part of their season, keeping Trubisky clean. Um, He's... Has a history of long term injuries, and so when he gets an injury, it normally puts him out for a number of weeks. So that's one to track with his foot. Um, the San Francisco defense just keeps getting torn apart. Ruben Foster um, has hurt his hamstring, and so their like main primary linebacker. Jakuski Tart, their safety, um, has hurt his shoulder. And so, for a defense that's already, you know, bottom probably bottom 10, if not mm, bottom five, think one point. to have more injuries, pardon for well, that is not good news for them.
0: Uh, one I received as I uh, got here was uh, AJ Green was seen wearing a walking boot as well. Yeah. Uh, they're on by this week, which is good. Yes. Um, yes. but these for the foot injuries in the NFL seem to be one of the worst for like reoccurring and take, takes takes you up for a good time. Like Greg Olsen struggled with it, Hayden Hurst. Julio Jones in the past has struggled with foot injuries. So I'm hoping it's not broken bone or anything like that. Well so now that you
2: say it, I do remember like, the fourth quarter of that game against the Bucks. Uh, he came off, and they were, like, it was something to do with his toe, I think, more than his foot. They were checking yeah. his toes out. Um, and so, nice. Turf toe. Yeah. Um,
0: so we added a new feature last week. Uh, we got rid of an old one and put a new one in, and it's called MVP Oppity Doppity. <laughs> so we uh, rank three players. So the MVP, the Offensive uh, uh, Player of the Year, and the Defensive Player of the Year. Um, we're going to just rank that as the weeks go on and maybe discuss and change where we see fit uh, at the moment we have Patrick Mahomes in the MVP in the Offensive Player of the Year we have Todd Gurley and then the Defensive Player of the Year we have Aaron Donald at the moment I don't see any reason to change that no, this week no, nothing
2: has happened to shift that especially again on the defensive side of the ball where Khalil Mack was held out for the Bears again mm. um, and so really there are players who are playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we mentioned last week Derwin Jameson's award. Another rookie who's playing well on defense, uh, Jari Alexander for the Packers, who, if you remember back to preseason, was my defensive rookie of the year pick. Yes. Um, he's been playing well. Um, like somebody like Jesse Bates, maybe Bengals safety, is actually playing well on a bad Bengals defense. But really, Aaron Donald's kind yeah. of set himself out on, a, on his own plane, really. Um, he's just doing. Defensive player of the year type things. Right? Yeah, and I know. The yeah. uh, nope. Great. I agree. That of the week. So,
0: big news. Hugh Jackson is gone. He got shot into space with a cannon. <laughs> 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 so we predicted it. Well, last
2: week I said he needed to, I think. Yes, we said that he should be, and now he is. Um so he's gone. Todd Haley's gone as well, but the big stat is that the last six Browns head coaches to be fired have all been fired the the day or a couple of days after the second Steelers game of the season. That's crazy. So they get to the second Steelers game, they lose inevitably, and then get fired. The last six times. And it also means that the last six head coaching changes in the AFC North have been because of the Browns.
1: Oh,
0: nice. That, that, is, that, that is bizarre. It, it's just dysfunction at every level <laughs> let's just have a quick word for the Barons they suck <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking uh, this is what needed to happen and, I feel, and yeah. I'm interested Greg Williams is their interim coach who, I, you just, love him he's, just, he's not a nice man um, it'll be interesting to see how they get on I have uh, Jarvis Landry and Nick Chubb on my fancy team and I'm thinking they're either going to be awful or they're going to be great and there's going to be no in between
2: yeah I I wouldn't necessarily project too much change Mm. don't be surprised if they come in in their next game and are a little bit better they kind of have a little bit of freshness and then kind of revert back to type because you're still operating under Greg Williams you still have some of the some key guys in there who've been part of the regime but with Hugh Jackson gone um, you can expect a a mini resurgence but expect it to be brief and so long term their projections shouldn't change too much in my head Um, but you know there are a couple of leagues where I'm picking up Nick Chubb where he's Mm. available um
0: and so yeah, something to people be dumb not to have picked him up it's true game recaps for week eight of the 2018 NFL season okay so Lewis puts 90 seconds on the clock um and me and Ben do our best to review the games from the weekend yes, as I we said are professionals at this so professional have done all the research so much research <laughs> I was away the entire day on Sunday at Wembley watching football so uh, the wife demanded um that Monday night spend time with her you know and I uh, I gave her that wish so my preparation has been minimal. Good husband. Uh, so we'll see mm. how it goes. I'm going to do some more like these are my takes from the games more than like I these are the stats. I think that's the direction okay? we need to move in mm. because anybody enjoyable. can read a box score.
1: Mm. Uh, Come on, yeah, it's uh, but true. it's
2: insight that makes a difference. And so we aim to provide a level of insight. And if you disagree with it... Then you are wrong.
0: But please listen every week. Uh, the bye teams. <laughs> the bye teams from the week that's just gone. The Chargers, Falcons, the Titans, and the Cowboys Ben, the Dolphins and Texans played. What happened? So Deshaun Watson is legit. Legit. He is
2: incredible. We said in the preseason, and rightly said in the preseason, he was due for some regression. He was throwing a lot of passes that probably should have been intercepted last year. There was gonna be a scaling back of his success fundamentally Um, and so he hasn't been performing to that same like ridiculously unsustainable level but he's still been playing really really well for me he's in that top 8 conversation if you were to draw up a list of certainly as of right now of the way that quarterbacks are playing he is definitely up there Mm -hmm. the Texans as a team are a long way from the team that they were starting 0 and through the season and by the same token the Dolphins who started 3-0 and yes. are also a long way from that I totally agree um, I think the, the big thing for the Texans is that their defence has got healthy obviously they've had JJ Watt and Clowney Watt coming back has been incredible but having them both together healthy makes a difference it means that they're not constantly having to rely on um, ridiculous performances from Watson um, even though they did score 42 points in this game like they they torched the Dolphins, effectively. Um, but for the Dolphins, I think you're seeing that on both sides of the ball, when they're up against bad teams, they play well. When they're up against even just competent teams, they kind of really don't seem to know what they're doing. Mm. Um, the, the biggest takeaway, obviously, it's impacted now with the Damaris Thomas trade, but the connection between Will Fuller and Sean Watson has been so, so good, and they've been so good together. It's just been a natural outlet, and so it'll be interesting to see how they... Accommodate to luck going forwards.
0: But that was beautiful. You did really
1: well. That was perfect.
0: Uh, my Dolphins Tannehill thing, which I was so cocky about in the first three weeks. It's not it going to happen, is, is it? It is, it is <laughs> going right downhill. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, not, it's not going I'd, well. I'd,
2: I'd, I don't... So we obviously had an over-under for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I think I set it at seven. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I seven. should have set it at seven and a half. Mm. Because if I set it at seven and a half, then if I got seven, then I'm still right. Yeah. And, if you, and obviously if you get eight, I'm wrong, but... Because they've got the Jets the Bills twice are kind of the only, yeah. in quotations, easy games. Because then they've got players, they've got like Jacksonville and Minnesota and tough
0: teams coming up. But anyway. They might get better, who knows. Yeah, <laughs> your favourite players in the world, the Ravens at the Panthers. Talk uh, us through it. So the Ravens travelled to the Panthers, they lo- lost 36-21. Uh, and that looks relatively close, when really it wasn't at all. No. Um, I have issues, Ben, and a, the Ravens look like they have, uh, many, the Ravens look like they had so much promise and they look like they could be going somewhere this year. Um, and you thought the offense maybe would look, well, look fixed for sure. Some of the stats at the beginning of the, the 12 out of 12 red zone, you know, visits turned into touchdowns. It was unbelievable. Yeah, they started really well. Um, but they've regressed. Well, they regress every other week, it seems. So they have a good week and a bad week, a good week and a bad week. Uh, so, first of all, the offence looked ordinary. Again, it looked like last year's offence, which just had lack of ideas. It didn't have anything special about it. Uh, and the D uh, had a shocker. Against a good quarterback, who I wrote down here, I need, we need to value more, I think. I think since his, uh, the season when they went to the Super Bowl, the, the Panthers, um, Cam Newton's been a little bit of a joke. I think people have taken him a little less seriously. He brings a little bit of that on himself. I think that, not maybe a joke, it's too hard, but people just don't necessarily respect him he hasn't necessarily played as well as he, he, as he can this yeah. year he looks good he looks like he's yeah. going to take the Panther, Panthers to the playoffs in my opinion anyway um, but the Ravens have a lot to work on and this really hurts me to say Okay, but I've wrote down here, it might be time for a head coach change and this is more because where the NFL's going and where I the Ravens right. don't look like they're going yeah. I love um, John Harbaugh a lot I think, he's, I think he's a great coach a great person um, but you look at some of the teams like the Bears and the Rams, and they're doing something so much more exciting than the Ravens and we look stale on offense, which in turn hurts the defense. And if if, if the D aren't having the best day, because we have a very good D, the offense can't, they can't keep up. Yeah,
2: and I think that you, this is obviously, um, what's Ozzie Newsome? Yeah, It's obviously his last season yeah. as well. Yeah, Eric DeCosta's taken over, yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if, because there was talk in the off offseason coming we're in about yeah. how we're going, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they both go. And go for a clean yeah. slate with Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, I We've got Lamar Jackson waiting in the wings. I'm so sorry, Leo's. And the last thing is uh, go, Ravens. Go, <laughs> yeah, Ravens. Uh, ben, Eagles, Jags, Wembley game, sausages. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this, honestly, this was actually a great game. You obviously spoke um, a couple of weeks ago about how the Wembley games or mm. the, the London games have been very one sided historically. Yeah. The mm-hmm. last two weeks with Chargers, Titans, and now with Eagles-Jags, have been closer. they has been a lot more fun Ian to watch. Yeah, knows nothing. Yeah, yeah. To,
1: to
0: recap that, bad. <laughs> Just don't say anything, Ian.
2: Um, This was a really fun game to go and see. The atmosphere was incredible. Mm. Eagles fans turned up. This was they the Eagles so home good. game. Oh, man. So the Jags
0: were at home and they'd been here for the last six years in a row, but mm. the Eagles owned it. Yeah, absolutely. Every Jags play was getting booed. Oh, it's um, so good. The e-
2: like, Eagles <laughs> fans were there for every chant was an Eagles chant. It was so On the great. train we are
0: chant to like proper like Americans yeah. that have come over to watch. From Philadelphia. Right, right. From Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. Uh
2: Wentz got off to a bit of a shaky start, threw a pick, had a fumble, um, but then he kind of he rallied as the team rallied kind of back to he threw three touchdowns. Interestingly enough, the Jags D, which we've spoken about regressing, mm-hmm. and kind of been a bit shaky the last few weeks, stepped up a bit. They good, yeah. Um they didn't they didn't look bad no. at this point. Um but Blake Bortles did. Yeah. He, he did okay rushing, but that's about it. He's, yeah, he's yeah, kind of yeah. become that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's shown that when you put things on his back, more often than not, he's going to let you down. And yes, he's going to have good games. Yes, he's got good throws in him, and he showed a couple of them. But it's so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's more, he's more consistently bad than he is consistently good. Um, and so they either need to find a trade before trade, trade deadline, or just see the season out and go for the draft or even a trade in the off-season to pick up a quarterback. Um, because Blake Bortles is not the answer for them No. Um, and as as good as this game was it wasn't like a convincing win for me for the Eagles they, they didn't blow the Jags away um, and that's part because the Jags are still a good team in terms of the roster Yeah. Um, but it was a must win game Eagles feel confident surely now in their division of pushing onwards for a playoff spot Jags with the way that the Colts and Texans are looking in particular run the risk of like only ending up third in the division after yeah. last year which is a big step back
0: and him. only ahead of a poor Titans team yeah. yeah it was good one thing I really enjoyed watching Carson Wentz Life. he was very fun he he was very good. very good under pressure yeah he, he saw
2: things like obviously he takes a few sacks because that's what quarterbacks yeah. do he, Um, with, and especially with a relatively actually surprisingly spotty Eagles O-line mm-hmm. but his ability to escape pressure and to
0: make throws under pressure is surprisingly good yep he's good you'd Broncos Chiefs so the Chiefs uh, unsurprisingly won 30-23 again it it was always like a 10 gap point a 10 point gap in this game it felt like Uh, the Chiefs felt like a safe distance away from the Broncos but the Broncos stuck around the whole game really I need to interrupt you yes because I had breaking news breaking news gives a sound effect Lewis breaking
2: how underwhelming but so we talked about Golden Tate going to the Patriots he's in my fantasy team so this is interesting He's going to the Eagles Ooh. for a third round pick.
0: Man, okay. Um,
2: which, when you look at the way that the Eagles operate, they've obviously got Alshon Jeffrey, who's been playing incredible this year, by the way. Yeah. Under Underrated story. They've got Nelson Aguilar, who kind of operates as a slot guy, kind of operates as a deep guy. Yeah. He played in the He's slot relatively versatile.
0: mainly this weekend, didn't
2: he? Yeah. Pretty versatile. Yeah. Um, Golden Tate offers uh, Nelson Aguilar plus... Definitely, yes. Um, Him, yeah, so, a much
0: more consistent slot And I think like.
2: what is more a reflection of what I just mentioned about the state of the Eagles' O-line, and they've got a couple guys hurt. Got their left the tackle quick. went off like second or third snap of the game. He went off very early. Yeah. Um, and so they're looking for guys that, went to, as you said, can get the ball too quickly. Obviously, they've got Ertz, they've got Aguilar. Golden Tate offers a very different dimension to them. Um, it's also a big boost in terms of fantasy for Kenny Golladay and for Marvin Jones. Um, puts their uh projections going forward. Very tasty.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have to work out what that makes me feel like for my fancy team. <laughs> uh so Sorry, the Broncos, carry on. Broncos no, don't worry. I must only have like thirty seconds left. Great. Uh so the Broncos, uh, my big takeaway, the Broncos just need a quarterback. So Keenan went there in the summer, obviously after a great year of the Vikings, lots of Pretend, well, I think everyone said it could go right or wrong because we not know what Case Keenum is. Uh, yeah. it, the Vikings year seemed a bit of a random one. Anyway, he's uh, struggling there and the Broncos are struggling as a result. Their D is still serviceable and pretty good, um, but they ha- don't have a quarterback who's making them win games, which is inevitably what you need. And obviously now Demarius Thomas has gone as well. It's not going to help things. Um, but the Chiefs... <laughs> okay, give me t- five more seconds because we did break these. Uh, so the Chiefs... Um, are seven-one now, and look so good. I, I've said it last week. I said it a couple of times last week. The end of this year, it's gonna be. It's gonna be so great. The Saints, the Chiefs, the Rams, even like the Vikings and the Packers. It's gonna be such a good end. In that, um, just seeing who gets the playoffs, basically.
1: Yeah. Uh, one last
0: thing, Pat Mahomes. How far can he go? What is he gonna be? Is he gonna be uh, Aaron Rodgers? He's in the league forever, and we love him. Or is he gonna be a five-season great? He's now regressed.
2: The the important thing for me is that. Like There was a point in 2015 where Blake Bortles was mm-hmm. the best quarterback in the NFL yes. for, that, for that stretch. Mm-hmm. You've seen players do it in stretches. The thing for me, and it's a similar story with Jared Goff, is that he's not just making good throws and he's not just kind of the product of a good scheme. Yep. He's making these adjustments at the line of scrimmage. Yep. He's throwing defenders off with his eyes whilst also finding somebody else. And so sort of like him and for Jared Goff and even for Sean Watson, to an extent, what they're showing is not just an ability to, oh, I can make some good throws and have a good stretch. They're playing good football fundamentally. Yeah. And so I think that I'm, I'm not going to give a Patrick Mahomes to Aaron Rodgers take. That's, no. that's far, far too early for that. Because yeah. yeah, that level of consistency is very hard to come by. But there is every reason for the Chiefs to be very excited for themselves going forward. They've got now a genuine two, three-year Super Bowl window with Mahomes, with Tyreek Hill, with Sammy Watkins, with Travis Kelsey, um, with Kareem Hunt. There's no reason that they can't
0: be in that hunt for the next two or three years. Yep. Great. Uh, He also doesn't necessarily have any physical attributes he leans on. Obviously, he has a big arm. We all know that. But he doesn't lean on that every week. No, because he's also sneaky athletic. Yeah, and I just think that when you're a quarterback that has multiple things and not just one you're not oh I rush really well or I do this one thing really well, that can sometimes get injured or regress slowly. And yeah. then you feel it, he has a lot of different things which is gonna help him last longer. Uh Ben, the Browns, Steelers. Well, rest in
2: peace, Hugh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh rest in peace, Todd Haley, and rest in peace, Ian, enjoying a Browns game for us of the year with Greg Williams now seeing head Coach. Just swearing Had <laughs> <from the inside laughs> children for watching the game. Uh, Honestly, there isn't really too much to say about this game. The Steelers were on top for pretty much all of it. The Browns had a couple of chances to maybe pull back in mm-hmm. with a couple of plays, but they, I think they had three trips inside the Steelers' like, 27-yard line. Wow. Didn't score on any of them. And I mean, the Steelers were just dominant as they kind of historically have been, especially in Pittsburgh. Um, James Connor is thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's an extent to which I think you'd expect him to do that, again, given how... Um, that O-line has performed for them historically and even this year as well. Um, but he's, even within that, I think there's a similar argument to Patrick Mahomes and Jaragoff, Goffin that you can say, oh, of course they'll do well, look at what they've got around them, look at the system that they're in. And you can say that to an extent, but there's also a line that you cross where you kind of actually know he's performing above and beyond what you might expect him to do. And I think that James Connors hit that point um, the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, so he's a real bright spot and obviously he's their future going forwards as and when Le'Veon Bell leaves this team. Um, Antonio Brown now leads the NFL receiving touchdowns he's got eight um, and the the only real takeaway is that hopefully with Hugh Jackson gone the Browns can make genuine steps in the right direction because fundamentally they've got a roster that you is, is definitely top half yeah. in terms of the talent with Chubb with Landry with mm-hmm. Njoku with Mayfield and then you look at the defence with Garrett with Joby, with Denzel Ward with Joe at a linebacker they've got impacting players um, but they've just been held back from a coaching standpoint so hopefully now they can take steps in the right direction and be a competitive team that performs much better than they have done yes redskins giants uh
0: so like in football uh, english football moment once upon a time if you had more possession you would say that, that team won whereas these days you don't necessarily need to have all the possession to win yeah. games football i am learning that in the nfl you do not need to be able to pass the ball to be able to win the game the Giants can pass the ball for over three hundred yards quite consistently. Does it mean yeah. they win or even look good? No. They are one and seven. They lose to the Redskins twenty thirteen and they just look on paper, if you take away Eli Money, just don't you don't need to have an opinion about him right now. If you're on paper, their offense is brilliant. It, it, 100%. It's it's fantastic. It looks it looks like it is one of the best in the league. If you on paper,
2: on their roster is not
0: a one and seven roster. And when a quarterback's throwing for three hundred yards a game, I find it hard to work out what's going wrong in myself. I don't know whether he's being Eli Manning's being used as a scapegoat a little bit or things like that, but it doesn't seem to calculate. You're throwing for over three hundred yards. You have amazing playmakers throughout your whole offense. Something just disconnected there and i'm not a coach i don't know enough to realize to know what it is obviously eli, yeah, yeah. eli manning is doing things you know you can have 100 drives that only get you to the 50 yard line not good enough for field goal or touchdown if you do that a lot you're going to get a lot of yards um so yeah. there might be a finishing problem things like that. anyway um going away from that people can think about that ap is the offense for the redskins okay so uh, smith threw for 178 yards in a touchdown um agent peterson right rushed for basically 150 yards on 26 carries they are using him, and, he, and his last touchdown was a yeah. sixty-yard um, rush. 64, so, yeah. yeah, so he got a lot of it in his last one. But they are just using him. Um, the the Redskins D is legit, so they're leaning on their D, and then they're just running the ball to take time away in the games, um, and they're doing great.
2: Yeah, on on the Giants, mm-hmm. I think that you look at again, you look at Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Engram, Saquon Barkley. Um, they've got offensively, they've got these weapons. Their defense isn't actually that bad either, No. They're, and they've kind of been sneaky underrated for a few years I think the the point the, I don't like their defence but yes yeah I mean where you point the fingers then for me is number one there's clearly something wrong in the coaching and you just can't the, the scheme just isn't working for whatever reason mm-hmm. and then number two you've, you've got to look at Eli Manning to an extent oh, and, oh 100% he, he, I'm saying he's, I'm saying yeah yeah he's not performing to where Eli Manning historically has performed no definitely
0: but there would be there always is in sport an overreaction and a scapegoating to an individual when something fails. So we've seen it in, in so many different sports and so many different teams that when a team start to fail, they jump on a person, an individual, who's quite easy to target. Well, so and, and I just feel like sometimes, it, yeah, maybe, but maybe the scheme isn't fitting him well, things like that as well. You know, I would say in this case it's justified because what you're talking about is
2: exactly what happened to Tyrod Taylor for mm. the Bills. Bills fans, for whatever reason, hated Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Because he was a he was a competent quarterback. He wasn't amazing, but he was perfectly competent. He didn't turn the ball over. And, you know, he he never threw for more than thirty, four hundred yards, so he wasn't exactly lighting games up. So mm-hmm. there was obviously a, a, a restriction and a ceiling on his play. Yeah. But the Bills were weren't in the playoffs for however many years and they decided to pin it on Tyrod Taylor when they were you look at the roster now there are problems far deeper for Tyrod Taylor than that roster I think you look at the Giants now the thing that's holding them back more than anything else for me from what I've seen of them has been Eli Manning has been a reluctance to throw downfield and a, a an increasing an increased willingness to yep. take the two-yard checkdowns which you know in theory are fine but when you're doing that 10, 12 times a game to Saquon Barkley there's only so much you can do yep Uh, I don't have that open so what game have you got? Um, I am now going to talk about Seahawks and the Lions nice Um, Russell Wilson is something else like he's he's throwing a touchdown honestly like every six or seven attempts I think the average is right now he is on fire and the Seahawks as a team are sneaky good they started slow they had a couple of off results you might not necessarily expect them to get but since then they've rallied, and so they're four and three now mm-hmm. off the back of this game. They are not a four and three team. They are one hundred percent going to be. Assuming that things go in the way that they're trending right now, they are one hundred percent a playoff team, um, and they're going to be a tough a tough team to beat come playoff time because that defense. That you look at the pieces that they lost, it, it feels a bit like Southampton to create a Premier League equivalent in that for so many years, Southampton. Uh, had all of these players. They would sell three or four, would bring three or four in, and were still a really good team. They yeah. just managed to replace talent, And I think there was a concern that Seahawks weren't going to be able to do that, but they have. Yep. Somehow, even with losing all the pieces they've lost, they've actually managed to create a really, really you know, a, a tough team. Yeah. A team built in the mould of Pete Carroll, essentially. Um, so I expect them to have a, set, a strong second half of the season. The Lions, the first... Three or four games they played this year, they were top five in like uh, in terms of plays. Yes, right, and they were throwing, they were throwing lots. They were scoring lots of points. They've now swung to the point where they are dead last in the NFL in place, oh. which means that for players like Kenny Golladay, Marvin, basically not scoring as many points, and it, a bit like the Dolphins, and they're reliant on big plays that aren't happening all the time. Um, Carry on, Johnson it. is the future. The Lions are a perennial 9-7 team destined to look lovingly at the playoffs behind a thin but ultimately insurmountable margin. Poetic. I try. Buccaneers-Bengals, what a
0: strange game. Lewis, I need my music. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> ready? Yeah. So, uh, well, this will play for the duration of my review. <laughs> uh, so, uh, James Winston... I think Lewis may know where this is going. James Winston... Um, Start the game through a touchdown and four interceptions and got pulled by the end of it for one man. He's back, Lewis. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic is back. Fitzmagic is back. And it was, it was just so good. They lost the game. They lost. But he was great. He looked good. He looked like Fitzmagic. You know, when, when a guy hovers and he doesn't walk and he throws a ball and it just looks like an angel <laughs> gliding to the hands of a wide receiver, it's just special to watch. The, the, in, the, in the NFL you boo when the other team is on offense okay, to, yeah. to make enough noise so it's hard for them to communicate Fitz, Fitzpatrick is on the sideline booing audibly like looking up and booing just like a cartoon character for the fans to like, boo along and to make it harder for the other team to, to win the game um, it's, I can't wait for next week for him to be benched <laughs> for him to be benched because they don't give him any leash to have fun uh, the Bengals won by three points Uh, scored a late field goal to beat the Buccaneers. Was it actually in overtime? No, it was just for overtime. So the Buccaneers looked like they took it to overtime and then the Bengals, before they could... um, This is this this tune of the Please stop it. (laughs) The
1: good news is... (laughs) Uh,
0: Basically, the the Buccaneers looked like they took it to overtime uh, but the Bengals had like a minute and a half and they got down there and got the field goal to win it. Uh, But the big headline is that Fitz uh, Magic is back.
2: Don't be surprised in any way if Jameis Winston is not a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. In by the time the league season opens next year
0: that would be amazing well sorry, not, sorry I thought we meant by tonight okay yeah no, no, that's, that's no, feasible no. Um, but he, he will not be on Tampa Bay roster next year interesting Jets-Bears
2: Boring yeah I hate these games I have said that I really enjoy watching the Bears play but they're only fun to watch when they're involved in an actual game of football mm. which the Jets decided not to play they didn't really bother to turn up this game deserves no analysis. Move on. Sound the cannon. We're moving on. Great. Ian, talk about the Colts and the Raiders.
0: <laughs> Colts and Raiders. So uh the Colts, I quite I quite like the Colts. I think I have teams I don't like, Cowboys. Yeah. And I have teams I like. The Colts. I like Andrew Luck. Um I like the fact that everyone He is so good, that's what I quite like. And he went through such a bad period of time good with injuries, back, and he's, and back, and he's back, back, back and he's yeah, and he's playing yeah. well. Um they have, we said three weeks ago, they need a running game. Marlon Mack has given them the running game. Me and you were big fans of Marlon Mack for about two, about a year and a half. We were like fully fancy, wait, waiting for him to break out. He got injured. We both sort of fell away from him a little Fated bit. Him, yeah. And now he's he back. is, and he's great. Um, but the Colts look dangerous. Um, like you said earlier, in the um, AFC South, um, with them and the Texans, they look like two solid teams again. and yeah. the other two just don't look like they're going to challenge him. No. So my thing is, if Luck stays fit and the Colts have a you know half-decent draft and maybe a bit of free agency, I, I really do feel like there could be challenges again. I, f- I feel like with a quarterback like Luck, uh, a new head coach who looks quite exciting, I think next year, maybe the year after, we could really see the, the Colts surging to, to something more special. Oakland don't really deserve any analysis, so I'm not going to give it to them, because they're, they're tanking season and they're, they're just not... They actually play quite well, car play quite well, um, but... It's just, I'd I'd hate to be a Raiders fan right now.
2: Yeah, Derek Carr is actually along with Drew Brees, um, on track to completely destroy the NFL completion percentage record. Mm. But, um, but just... he's doing it by throwing four yard passes. Yeah. to yeah. Seth Roberts. So
0: nobody fun. cares. Um, <laughs> the 49ers Cardinals, boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so this game
2: was five. Was five three for a while. In fact, it was two three for a little bit. And I wish this game had stayed at 5 3 so we didn't have to talk about it. Yeah, we did. But they consider, scored more yeah. points, yeah. so we do. Um, all that being said, Josh Rosen, number one, won us a fantasy week. Yes, last for our team, trade. for yeah. our show team, yeah. Um, See, so he, he's been, you've talked about it a couple of times, been like the, the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Yes. And he's shown a glimmer of life in, in, in terms of the situation he's been put in, it's awful it's really not good number one an ageing roster but also just not a very good one and an offensive line that's like a sieve there was, there was one play that I saw on Twitter after the game where the, the 49ers rushed four guys and all four got clean through without almost without being touched like you it is be hard to do like if you try when you're playing Madden and there's some kind of weird glitch and suddenly all of your offensive lines get completely pancake blocked <laughs> and you have you've just received the ball and you're being sacked <laughs> it, it's been like that for Josh Rosen this year a little bit um and so he pulled something out out of the hat down the stretch from this game, which is good mm. um, for them. David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald got used a bit more, which o- is really. Obviously good this for is them. their
0: first game without their offensive coordinator, who yeah. they shot into the space. This
2: is the first game since they fired Mike McCoy, brought in Byron. Yes, nice cannon. Bought in Byron Leftwich, um, and signaled a little bit of a change in the way they want to do things. They're obviously recognizing that they've got one of the best running backs mm. in the league on their team, finally. Um, my biggest regret from the pre-season... We talked a lot in the preseason about many things. My biggest regret is how hyped I was about Marquis Goodwin. <laughs> I'd agree. Yes, he's been injured, and yes, Garoppolo's been injured, so he's been forced to catch passes from CJ Befford, but he's just not been used. I was very ready for him to be obviously the one for the Forty ers and he's
0: just a deep burner, and so I, I can... am sad. Okay, so this this is off it. This is So this isn't... Mm this is <laughs> extending the end of this review okay this is something I had a problem with in the preseason and it's something I'll have a problem with forever I feel okay there are certain players and I said I said a few of them but if you now look at the players who are hyped like Hogan it's like you just can't get carried away with them players because it's too good to be true the players you need to rely on in fantasy football are the ones that are good the year before and rookies and players where they you, you get this trope And we listen to a podcast where they do trope reports but there's there's these edge, there's these fringe players that you always hear about which are going to break out and going to be amazing. And and most of the time, you draft them a few rounds too early and they turn out to be just farts. And it's the so, same with players who were great in college and look like good players like Devontae Parker. Yeah, he had a great game the other day, but his career so far has been disappointing. So, players like Devontae Parker and like Derek Henry and Amari Cooper, they look amazing and they have like these amazing credentials, but they never actually perform in a fancy front. And it's like people get so sucked into like, oh, it's going to be his year. And it and rarely is it. You need to be going for the, the consistent ones that can break out. Like a feeling, he's consistent and now he's breaking out beyond that. Not someone who hasn't ever done something and it's going to suddenly be like the next big thing, top five receiver. It doesn't work like that. I feel like you need to go go for someone who is basically like in the middle of consistency in the season before and think about who could break out from them. Not players that are like nowhere near consistency because they aren't going to break out. You need consistency before you can be great. There you go. For, You're going to argue.
2: My, not argue. You I, have I, 10 seconds. I think my point is this, that there's a process that you follow and you, you look at the situation, mm. partic- you look at the situation for Goodwin, tied to Garoppolo with ageing receiver Pierre Gosson and nobody else except maybe George Kittle. He was going to be the guy and mm. a rookie in Dante Pettis. His situation was perfect. Chris Hogan, yeah. th- it was only going to be obviously those first four games when Edelman was out, but outside of Hogan, they had Philip Dorset and obviously Gronkowski and James White, but in terms of wide receiver players, Philip Dorsett, they were trying out Kenny Britt and all these kind of players. Again, his situation was incredible. Yeah. And they just didn't live up to it. And so I think that I can't, I regret how hyped it was for Goodwin, but I'm not angry about the process that I went down and getting there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I think that, actually the process was fine the result was just terrible yeah <laughs> yeah and that happens sometimes that's just oh yeah definitely uh, i
0: think football. when we go into fancy maybe another time in in the pre-season thing it'd be interesting to look at look at these players and 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 do a bit on that because i think there's definitely there's headlines and that around certain players and that which get people carried away but yeah again i agree with what you're saying there about situation and things like that yes okay moving on more recaps packers rams Packers Rams. So the Rams are still unbeaten. Ben screwed like a little girl before um, we started the podcast when we I asked who the Rams are playing this weekend. He said the Saints. Oh my goodness, it's going to be the best game. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to talk about it later, but... Oh, it is going to be great. Rams Saints. That's going to be good because the Saints are on fire oh. and the Rams are on fire. So, hey, someone needs to be put out. Uh, so the Packers, uh, my big takeaway from this, and it's been like this for maybe a season two, is that I just... I just want Aaron Rodgers to be on a great team so he can look great. Um, you, you said to me on Sunday when we were travelling to Wembley that uh, Brady came out once and said that if he was on the, the Patriots, my team, he'd get like 7,000 yards a season. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, for me, hurts even more. When I hear like a player like Tom Brady come out and say something like that, it hurts me more that Bra- um, that Rodgers isn't put in that situation for the Packers. If he doesn't play well and doesn't create unbelievable plays that would drag them to victories or comebacks, they they have nothing. Yeah. They average. have nothing. They have yeah, Devontae Adams is a great wide receiver, I get it. Yeah. They have a average at best running back group. Like they have no real stud that's going to drag them through a game. And it just like where oh, the defense never helps him out or anything. It's just, it's so stressful. I find it annoying for for him. He he's being wasted.
2: Yeah. So the thing is is that number one his defenses historically haven't been amazing. No. Um, and, and you could say that part of that's fed into why he's been throwing them all so much, but, and again, you can then look at wide receiver court. Devontae Adams is a legit number one wide receiver now. Mm. He's maybe a shade behind, but he's in the conversation for me with players like Michael Thomas. Yep. If you're looking at a fantasy draft, he's 100% in your top five wide receivers that you're going to draft, without question. Outside of that, it's a bit patchy right now. Mm-hmm. The The biggest problem here is as much as you can look at it's kind of a little bit of a reversal of the Giants. And with the Giants, yes, there are some issues with coaching, but I think right now the issue lies with Eli Manning. Yeah. I think you can look at the Packers right now and say, yes, okay, Aaron Rodgers does sometimes make mistakes. He's not invincible, but he's been held back so much by Mike McCarthy's ancient dinosaur playbook, where he just runs four-yard slants every play, mm-hmm. that he, he has to then get outside of the pocket and make some kind of magic happen and there's like it's just a, a fact of human life there's only so many times you can do that and actually do something with it and i think the heartbreaking thing in this game between packers and the rams and this is where it gets really really juicy actually from a from a narrative standpoint is rams uh score the touchdown um and so they're ahead by what was it two points because they won Twenty-seven, twenty-one. It's so a little ahead by two points. Aaron Rodgers has the, is going to get the ball back with like a minute and forty left. So it's it's like lining up to be the perfect Aaron Rodgers ending to the perfect game. Yeah. Ty Montgomery. Yeah, big fumble. Running back. He's is there to receive it. He was told by the coaches take a knee. He was his coaches specifically said you need to take a knee and give Aaron Rodgers the ball. Ty Montgomery does not take a knee. He's two yards deep in the end zone when he receives it. Does not take a knee. Tries to run out. Fumbles. Game over. And so you can you can see on the sideline as soon as that play happens and after the game, like Aaron Rodgers in particular was fuming.
0: Will he play, like, will he play next week? Rigid. That's a big move.
2: H- h- here's the thing. Ty Montgomery... Like, yes,
0: getting okay. Ben's getting animated. Yes, okay. He, he, he made a mistake. <laughs> Ben's angry at me. <laughs> no, no. I look around and like...
2: Ah. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. My... If I'm Mike McCarthy... Shoot have a cannon! If, if, seriously, <laughs> cut him.
0: You can't if, have players that do that.
2: If you don't cut him, then resign. Ben will cut him. <laughs> no, because one is, you gave him effectively a direct order to say, kneel the ball. Ty Montgomery didn't do it because the narrative is, is that like two plays before... Yeah, carry <laughs> on. The narrative is that two plays before, he got taken out. Yeah. Like through... Like got angry on the sideline and got taken out because he wanted to go and make a play, and that's why he then took the took the reception and just ran out. That is crazy. Rather than kneel down, and if, if somebody's an open defiance of what you're doing as a coach, you cannot be in that team, or you cannot coach that team. It's one or the other. It, He's so animated. Montgomery. Wow.
0: <laughs> I'm scared. I feel like we all need, like, just to chill us out a little bit. Yes, this is calming. If you got asked to listen to this for 24 hours a week, what do you reckon it'll do to your mental state? Just talk to you. You'd never recover. No, you it's all you'd hear for the rest of your life, then, just twitches. Or you'd be an incredible Irish dancer, <laughs> <laughs> dancing around. Uh, I agree. I don't know what just happened. Ben got so animated that I, yes, I agree. I agree.
1: Well, it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> no, please don't go again. <laughs> that, was, that
0: was well over the 90 you've got, seconds.
1: You've got Saints
0: versus Vikings. <laughs> this edit's going to be far too long for me to get to bed tonight. Okay, Saints-Vikings. <laughs> Uh, vengeance
2: belongs to Sean Payton so Drew Brees actually threw for the fewest yards he's ever thrown as a New Orleans Saint and somehow they still managed to win by 10 I'm gonna leave all it's it's, it's pretty incredible Um, Adam Thielen as we've spoken about is unstoppable
0: he is single-handedly dragging me through fancy games (laughs) right
2: so he's now that's 8 games in a row now 6 touchdowns in a row
0: just like like 6 games in a row with a touchdown
2: um, so because he's now on eight games in a row, but first of all, it's a record in and of itself of the first player to do that to start the season of eight games in a row. He's now tied with Calvin Johnson of any stretch of the season um, to go eight in a row. Um, Crazy. Diggs is also incredible. He's just been using in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What was interesting about this Saints game is that you started to see the double team shift away from Diggs and now more to Thielen and so someone yeah. like Marshall Lattimore the Saints number one cornerback is following Phelan more than he was Diggs That's right. so you might yeah. see a slight role reversal um, no, 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 no. which is good if you own Diggs in fantasy the big takeaway for me and it's a slight contra- slightly controversial and it was on Twitter because um, somebody else talked about it as well Cousins has played really really well mm-hmm. he's like he, in terms of his stats he's played really well he has not played like an 84 million record breaking contract quarterback. Should be playing for me there is a gap between I think what the Vikings brought him in to do of be a franchise like the, the last piece of the puzzle and I don't think he's been that you look at his numbers and yes it's more efficient and yes there's an increase to an extent but actually for me it's it's the same as it was in Washington, just with a bit of extra efficiency because he's thrown to Diggs and Thielen rather than Jones Crowder.
0: Yeah, and you can see what's... <laughs> yeah, it's so true. that is the truest statement I've ever heard, actually, that last bit because you can see what Smith is unable to do at Washington. Like, he yeah. has nothing. So, like, Cousins no. had nothing. But so yeah. now he's got a few more targets. Yeah, he's making more completions, more yards. But I agree. And his fumble and inception rate is just unbelievable. Like, his fumbles are just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just a part of, Alex, of Cousins' game now. Yeah. But as I said, I was going to talk about Saints-Rams is going to be the best game of the regular season. I don't even care. I don't care about Reds. I don't care about Reds next
0: week. I'm just going to watch I don't care about that the Super <laughs> Bowl. <laughs> uh, okay, so last one is Patriots-Bills. Patriots Bills. Okay. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Um, the Bills look quite fun. See, I only watched this in the highlights, okay? Um, but the Bills, so they did a lot of Wildcat, uh, which for me, I just always used to obsess over that one. I learned that <laughs> college players do Wildcat more. I was like, man, we need to see that in the NFL. Uh, let me get this right, though. This is, they, this is okay. So they did wildcat and they did lots of trick plays. This is like when you like try and put makeup on a poo. It's like you're trying to yeah, hide the fact it, that you're yeah. so bad and that you don't trust your quarterback to throw the ball or mm-hmm. do anything. Um, but it made it quite fun to watch. And they actually stuck around in this game for longer than you imagine. For a bit. The you'd Patriots imagine.
2: did not look like the Patriots. And that is
0: also, though, I do feel like the Bills' D is actually quite good and it has been good for the last two seasons. 100%. They're, they're not a bad D at all. They have just a awful offence. Um, the reason they got to playoffs last year was mainly because of their their defence. So the defence hasn't got any worse. Um, They're just always on the field. Um, But yeah, the Patriots, they just do what the Patriots do though, which is great. And like the reason they are so great is that when they don't play amazing, they win. Yeah, yeah. You you do not want the opposite. When you're playing amazing and not winning games, that's a worrying time. But when the Patriots look average, average yeah, when when the Patriots look average um, and win, you've got to be worried about them. Tom Brady is, yeah, he's 40. He's 40? Yeah, he's not 41, is he? No, 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 he will turn 41 at some point. My word, he is slow. Did he? He, he, he rushed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I thought he was running like he pooed himself. It,
0: he, mate, he, he looked like just... he was running on a treadmill, which was going with the off. Op- like, he, he was <laughs> struggling to. He got a first down from it, so I can't criticise the guy, but it was yeah, like. It, it looked painful it was to watch. Running through it. tar, yes. Uh, Patriots will be in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Hot take. laughs> Let's wrap this bad boy up for today. Hmm. We, we we ignored your cannon. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Lewis. I'm going to turn a volume correction. correction. I ignored your cannon. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's
1: probably
0: more accurate. Uh, but uh, Lewis, learning with Lewis, I have, okay, so what have you seen? I have one thing though. What's wildcat? What is, if someone, if a team play wild, a wildcat or do a wildcat,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't say too much about giving it away. What's wildcat? <laughs> I'm presuming it's a type of play. Yes. But I'd, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so it's when
0: the, uh, the running back receives the snap directly. So the quarterback oh, okay. doesn't hand maybe off run. Yeah, maybe the quarterback could be off the field or in another position, and the running back just receives it straight away.
2: The ah, single greatest enough. wild snap, wildcat snap of all time, happened uh, for the Dolphins last year with Jay Cutler. Because what often happens is you'll have the snap goes to the central running back, and the quarterback will still be on the field. you will be lined up as a wide receiver, um, and you kind of you ask them to maybe block, maybe at least try and sell that they're going to do something. But Jay Cutler in. Peak Jay Cutler, I don't care about anything. Mm. Fashion stood there on like near the sideline, just hands on his hips, just looking over, <laughs> it, it. just, no, no, just no looking attention. over at the huddle <laughs> and the line scrimmage, just kind of like, yeah, that's gonna happen.
0: Joe Flacco didn't move. <laughs> does uh, does that as well, but he like, at least like, looks like he's gonna. he's he in sprinting position, but he, doesn't, yeah. he he literally then does not take a step. No, no. but
2: Jay Cutler care, just Like you know
0: what's
1: gonna happen. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> it's. Peak shake
0: cut. So, listen, mm. what 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 would you have learned this week?
1: Well, I found out that the red zone, although is a program that we watch, yes, there's actually a part of the field. Part of the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which presumably red zone was set up because they go to the matches when they're in the red zone because that's when yeah, things where it happen. Exciting? Yeah. So it's exciting. It's equivalent of having a. We're in the box game whenever a ball goes in the box in Premier League, but then yeah. you go to it and just someone just hoof it because it works. It's such a different it's it doesn't different. work. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I learned that. So it's between the twenty yard line and the um the goal line. Yeah. So yeah, so, so, so it's just yeah. In, like, in the end bit. Yeah. Uh, so, and also, um Here we go. Yeah, Ben, you would probably be the most likely to be called a gentleman out of the three of us. Oh the oh, so, uh, yeah,
0: only yeah, single one, so you know.
1: Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. i, I oh,
0: I'm truly offended.
1: No, I I think we're nice guys, but Ben is... What, because of his voice? The the refs throwing the handkerchiefs on the floor all the time. Yeah. Very hygienic. (laughs) I just... So,
2: the good thing is, is that they're designed to be thrown on the floor. They're not designed for any kind of absorption
1: of bodily fluids. Uh, Well, that's fine then. Yeah. Absorption of bodily fluids. That that is what a handkerchief is for, isn't it? Chiefly.
0: So, get involved in social media, at NFL. Subscribe so to our podcast, leave us a review, nice share us one. with a friend, listen with your family on Christmas Day, I don't mind, just tell people. Lewis, and Fincher.
1: Well, listen before Christmas Day as well, because it's quite a way away, it's nearly two months still. Yeah, and there's games
0: around Christmas, I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I ain't doing a podcast like four days either side of Christmas. I'm doing
1: well side. I don't know what day Christmas Day is this year. I, I want say it's a Tuesday. I think it's a Tuesday. I it's say Tuesday as well. Are we going to record on Christmas evening?
0: No chance.
1: I, don't, I I I go full shutdown at Christmas. Mm. Nothing it's happens Tuesday. other than Tuesday. Oh, other yeah, than me receiving presents. That's also then there. Therefore, New Year's Day. Yeah. No. Uh, no games on New Year's Day, as yeah. in the regular season done. Okay. That's that's fine then.
0: Maybe actually I don't know. Uh. No, I lied. There probably is the a last round of games. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so have well. a great week, everybody. Lewis, doing anything mm. nice this week?
1: Um. Not particularly. I think. Ben. Um. I'm gonna get in bed and read a book it's going to be great my week is going to be more interesting than that
2: <laughs>
1: what book are you oh, reading that's not interesting what book are you reading Game uh, of
2: Thrones
1: it's amazing it just doesn't just interest me you lack imagination
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, everybody have a nice weekend I'm also going to go to bed but I'm not taking a book with me
1: I'm taking your wife. I I
0: was going to (laughs) say, if I didn't, I chickened out.
1: I chickened out. I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, um,
0: Goodbye. Bye.